welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, me, Stephanie Richardson, and Heather Smith. Hey, Heather. <laughs> Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. <laughs> what do we got going today? How's it going? We're going to torture you all. Torture you all. Yep. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. And then say that in your head four more times. This is one thing that you can be saying every morning when you first wake up that will surprise, change, and alter your world. (laughs) And say it ten times at night before you go to bed and change your world even more. (laughs) So uh, this is the Access Consciousness Mantra. So a mantra is different than uh, affirmation. Uh, A mantra is really just stating what is true for you, actually, <laughs> rather than a affirmation, which pretty much is saying what you would like to be true, but you believe isn't, <laughs> and then trying to overcome it. <laughs> that's how affirmations actually get you stuck. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> so so how many other mar- mantra? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, how many other mantras are there in Access Consciousness? None. (laughs) It's the only one. (laughs) It's the only one. So so let's let's break it down. I always feel like we're about to do a dance when I say something like, let's break it down. (laughs) Yep. Hammer time. (laughs) I've been thinking hammer time this whole time. Thanks for reading (laughs) tonight. I'm dating myself. You're dating yourself. I thought you were married. <laughs> what is that? Dating my mantra. <laughs> Nothing at all. That was a totally random segue gone wild and off course. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so carry on, Stephanie. Tell us. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's my turn. I was gonna like dump this up yeah. off on you and ask you to explain. Okay, so <laughs> I could. Oh my gosh, I was honest. Um, so, <laughs> so the the whole thing about all of life. I'm just gonna start at the beginning. All yeah. of life. So what if every every single bit of your life could be and show up with ease, joy, and glory. And we'll talk about the rest of that in a minute, but all of life. So the whole yeah. thing is, is we have a tendency to think that like, oh, well, maybe I could have ease in my... On the weekend. On the weekend. There's a good one. I was like, extracurricular activities. Maybe I could have ease if I actually pick up a hobby. Will I ever pick up a hobby? No. Well, then I could, but ease would be there if I would actually pick up a hobby. That could be one place that I could have ease. 
And this right. is how we treat our lives. We act as if some part of it we can have, you know, one thing, and in another part we can have another thing, and then in our relationships, God forbid, there is no such thing as ease, joy, and glory because, as we all know, here's the <laughs> mantra that most people function from with relationships. Relationships are hard work. Okay. So <laughs> what Oh, if, the joy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. One like glad we got into this. So, I mean, the relationship, not the topic of all of life, comes to ease, joy, and glory. All of life. What if your relationships could be with ease, joy, and glory? What if your business could be with ease, joy, and glory? What if your relationship with your body could be with ease, joy, and glory? What if your relationship with money could be with ease, joy, and glory? Somehow, I'm stuck on relationship because I've said relationship. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. money, work, all those things. So well, what so if all of that could, yeah, what, what? Yes, it could come with ease, you're saying. So what that means, though, is it, it doesn't mean it will necessarily be easy. So, you know, ugly things happen in life, right? Ugly things occur in our relationships. Maybe our money situation is kind of ugly. <laughs> like, you know, maybe... There, there's some Aww. difficulties. So when you're, yeah. Poor Quasimodo. So you're <laughs> here's an old Quasimodo money situation over there, limping along with a big lump on its back. <laughs> so when you're saying the mantra, all of life comes to me with ease, you're asking that, hey, universe, no matter what is going on, can I have a little more ease here? can you show me how to have a little more ease with the situation? And that could just be that, you know, for five seconds you're not nearly as stressed out for whatever reason. You know, it could be Oh, that's that, funny because in, in, in my experience, ease comes mm-hmm. with, like, oh, even if stuff is really challenging, you have that ability to just sort of think it's funny. Like to recognize the humor. <laughs> That's a good it. one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's we awesome. were actually, Heather and I were having a conversation earlier about families and about, you know, the, the different things that we sort of think one day will magically happen. But one of the things I know about Heather and one of the things that I have with my family is no matter what craziness is going on on the outside, it comes with a sense of ease. It comes with humor. Yeah. It comes with going, oh, my gosh, what's true for this person is that they hate the world. Okay, well, if they hate the world, right, is that different than every time you've ever tried to take on the pain and suffering of your entire family trying to make it better? So when I was trying to make everything better, everything came with the sense of struggle, the sense of strife, the sense of stress, and everything was personal. So if it wasn't going better, it must be my fault. I could have done something better. That's all that stress. That is not ease or easy. <laughs> what you yeah. find whenever stuff becomes ease, even the things that look difficult from the outside, so even whenever there's a death in the family or even when there's somebody who has depression in the family or even when your family is arguing, it gives you a sense of, oh, what if I didn't have to take everything personally? What if I could have ease with all of this 
And that becomes more real than you being caught up in the middle of it and needing to please everyone or needing to fix everyone or needing things to be different in order for you to have peace in your own life. Beautiful. I love it. That's such an awesome explanation of of ease and having ease with no matter what's showing up and no matter who you're around. Um, so it's actually a great one to use when you're around family, especially if it's not always so easy being around your family, to say this mantra in your head, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, and just think it over and over and over for a while and see what you notice. You know, you might notice you relax a little. Uh, you never know what will show up. So we invite you, as always, to play with it and, and see what you notice um, by trying it out for yourself. So, um, so let's talk about joy. <laughs> All of life comes with ease and joy. So, yeah, I, I wonder, um, you know, as we can continue on the topic of family. <laughs> this is so light and fluffy and airy <laughs> for so many people. <laughs> so, so, all of life comes to me with ease and joy. So. Uh, for me, this is the part where having a sense of humor comes in. <laughs> like, for me, I enjoy life um, a lot, and a part of that joy is having a sense of humor about things and not taking things super seriously or making them significant, um, which can really piss other people off, <laughs> but I enjoy it. <laughs> You know, sometimes I keep it to myself. I have the joy on the inside. (laughs) I don't let it show on my face as much as it's really there going on. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That actually sounded really simple, but I think that actually may require a little bit more information. Because I was like, oh, that sounded like really that sounded really basic, but that was kind of an advanced idea. I guess it could be. Well, so the first thing that comes to mind and a way to explain it is that a lot of people have the point of view that, like, honesty is the best policy, right? (laughs) That you have to always be honest with everyone about what's really going on. (laughs) Except um, part of that, uh, God, how do I explain if somebody has a point of view about life that things are just terrible and it's not changeable and they just want to vent and complain about it and that's like totally true and real for them and the only way for you to be a good friend or a good daughter or a good spouse or you know whatever is to agree with them or to like become as upset as they are if you are <laughs> we love that or become as upset as they yeah, <laughs> for so many people, that's true. Like, so they know good. the person oh, know. really cares for them if they're as upset as they are about the same thing. So, <laughs> you know, if I, <laughs> I, could, I could be what's honest for them, which for the honesty for them is that this is really upsetting and terrible, right? <laughs> so if I'm living <laughs> by their reality, then I would be upset. <laughs> Except if I'm being true to <laughs> what's true for me, and it's not something that upsets me, um, I can either, you know, if to me it's actually humorous, <laughs> but they can't hear that. Is it really going to work out well if I laugh in their face because they're being ridiculous from my point of view? <laughs> no, or is that, that won't work out well at all. 
<laughs> right. They might go ballistic on me instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, you know, I'm not really into that. So. <laughs> I don't know if that helps give an example <laughs> of all of what comes through the use of joy and glory. <laughs> well, sometimes you keep the joy to yourself. <laughs> uh, but that's something that I've learned works better for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. More than, more than sh- like actually contributing awareness to the people on our call, one of the things that this is showing me is that we've come a long way, and we don't know that this is actually a long way. But like whenever I first, before my first access class, if you had basically said this one thing, hey, did you know it wasn't your responsibility to make everyone in your life happy? Mm-hmm. I would have been literally turned on my head for, I want to say days, but I think it was actually like weeks or maybe years. <laughs> yeah. So this whole idea that somebody else could be miserable and it could be funny to you is light years away from my first access class. Yeah. Even though right now, I'm like, of course it's funny. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, wow, I would have been so confused about how people who seem to be really kind and caring could possibly think that somebody else's misery was funny. So we might need to address one thing right here, and that is yeah. everyone is, has a choice. And one of the things Mm. I've discovered that at first was completely and utterly baffling to me is that people choose unhappiness and then they inflict it on you to control you. I don't know that I would have have believed that, but like, you know, five years ago, I don't know if I would have believed that, but what I've seen over and over and over again is that actually being true and people weirdly telling me about it? So one of the things that uh, – here's a tool. I'm going to add it. This isn't about all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Let's just say right now, say that 10 times in the morning, 10 times at night, and see what happens. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm going to give you another tool right now, and that's say before you ask any question in your head, say truth. So someone in my family called me. I'm just going to tell you. It was my mom. Mm-hmm. My, mom called me at, <laughs> my mom called me at, um, what is that, Easter. I'm like, what is the holiday with the eggs where you, like, chase the eggs around? Um, <laughs> my mom called me on Easter one time, and it was one of the first Easters that I didn't come home. I had been traveling a lot, and I had just gotten back into town, and I was about to leave town again, so I didn't go down to Florida. And, um, and so mom called me, and there's all sorts of people around her, and I was like, are you having a good time? Yeah, we're having a good time. And then out of her mouth pops, this is why you should have kids If you had kids, you'd be so miserable that you would have to come and let me take care of them and I would get to see you. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was like, and she was surprised. She was so surprised that it came out of her mouth. That the absolute <laughs> truth just popped right out of her mouth. She yeah. made an excuse and got off the phone immediately. That never happens. We usually just like, bah, 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 for a while. So she just, <laughs> I heard her literally take, like, go, what did I just say? Oh, my God, there's some kids coming. Got to go. Because <laughs> it was like, yeah, what? awkward. I, that yes, exactly. That was an awkward moment. And in and in that moment, I went, "Oh my gosh!" So that's what I've been aware of all this time. So my mom, for a long yeah. time, had been like, you know, pressuring me to have kids, which was bizarre because my sister was already married, and um, and that was she wasn't pressuring my sister to have kids. She was pressuring. I'm not. I don't have, like, I, I'm not married. She's like, it's okay. You can have a kid out of wedlock. And then out pops it. If you had kids, that could control you, right? People don't necessarily choose from what you think that they're choosing from or from what they've told you they're choosing from. So previously, of yeah. course, what my mom and dad had always told me is, we just want you to be happy. <laughs> I've chosen not to have kids. Because I don't want them. Because <laughs> it makes me happy. Because <laughs> it makes me happy not to have kids. Um, I, I'm yeah. busy doing something else with my life, quite frankly. And so, so out pops this thing. You know, I wish you had right. kids so I can control you. I don't. I, I don't want you to have kids because it would make you happy. I want kids because they would. I could control you better then. And so, <laughs> when you're actually when you allow for other people to give you when they give you the information about where they're actually functioning from, will you now start to believe them? Because most of the time, what I've seen other people do is when they say something that doesn't match. So my mom's always told me, "Well, I just want you to be happy." So if she told me something like, "Well, I just want to control you," I would have to make it not matter. Will you start to allow? Or not true. Yeah, if it will you allow people to start telling you the truth and will you start to believe them whenever they tell you the truth and start to stop looking through the filter so that you can actually, this is actually what allows everything to become funny. So in that moment, that was really funny. My mom was like, I want to control you. And I thought it was hilarious. I I wasn't upset by it at all. I was like, well, now the truth comes out. That's hilarious. Good job. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with what's actually true. When somebody says what's actually true, there's a huge amount of lightness to it. Even if it's an ugly thing or something you don't want to know, when they say what's real for them, you're like, oh, my God, that's so true. And it's and like a relief enjoy. in your world. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it could be humorous and a, a release and a relief um, for the acknowledgement of what's actually true for the person. And, I mean, I've seen it over and over where somebody is like, really into their like sadness or anger or upset about something and if I ask them are they having a good time with that and not sarcastically but like oh my god are you are you like really enjoying that (laughs) you know like from the curiosity and so often they'll be they'll pause and we'll you know kind of snap them out of it for a second they're like oh my god yeah I'm really into yeah. being pissed off right now. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, so whenever somebody acknowledges what's actually true for them, there is a lightness that comes into their world by, from acknowledging what's true for that moment at least, you know. 
So yeah, it's bizarre. The more the more I find out what's actually going on, the more I discover how bizarre the world actually is, and, um, yeah. and the and the more fun I have. Like I always got this yes. it was sort of a topsy turvy world, but I thought it was for totally different reasons. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So what? Okay. So now uh, tell me about glory. Yeah. So, and I was just going to reiterate: what if all of life comes to me with ease and joy? The joy part is part of the joy is by recognizing what's actually true for you and what's actually true for other people. So glory, glory means an exuberant and exuberant expression and abundance of life exuberant expression and abundance of life. This just makes me so giddy. So recently (laughs) one of my clients called me up and said, Stephanie, glory is real. (laughs) And we had worked through all sorts of stuff in her life, like including abuse, including just all sorts of stuff. And so for her to call me up and say, Stephanie, glory is real. Is, was an amazing moment that actually got me to relook at anywhere where I had decided that life doesn't come with glory or that my choices don't come with glory or that money doesn't come with glory or that, you know, exuberant expression and abundance. Whoa, exuberant. <laughs> like, does that match yes. something that you know should be true? Exuberant exuberant expression the way things show up could be exuberant with abundance like this everything shows up with exuberant abundance whoa yeah. what would a life of exuberant abundance be like <laughs> <laughs> i imagine it's like what's coming up for me is like oh my gosh remember when you're a little kid and there was like too much to do and too much fun to be had and you're go 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 until you fell asleep I was up at like 5 a.m. because I wanted to know what was going on in the world, right? I would be like, especially on trips, yes, we would be on a trip, and everybody else in the hotel room would be asleep, and this was before we had, you know, big hotel rooms or separate hotel rooms or whatever, you know, and we were all in one, you know, and and I would be, I, I would, I'd wake up, and I'd sneak over to the window, and I would go behind the curtain, the blackout curtain, so I could yeah. look out to see what was happening in the world. <laughs> you know, like, oh. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> so what would it be like if you did that now at whatever age you are? Like, were you that excited when you were a kid for just being alive and waking up or whatever you were doing? Like, can you imagine having that kind of exuberance and energy right now? Today. I actually woke up this morning. <laughs> so I just went to this class called the Symphony of Possibilities. And I have yeah. to say that a few new possibilities may have opened up, which I <laughs> love. And, um, and I woke up this morning before I even had a chance to, like, turn my brain on. And what I hear myself <laughs> saying is, ooh, I wonder what's possible today that I've never considered. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, that was before I was even, like, practically hurt myself saying it, like, as I moved from sleep to awake, and was like, what? Well, I said, oh, my gosh, I wonder what's possible that I've never considered. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. 
that's what we're talking about, folks. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Including waking up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Turns so, out we're not laughing because we're on crack. We're laughing because... <laughs> All of life comes to me with these joy and glory. We should have explained this at like episode two. It only took us three years to to share it. Uh, Well, we get it. We get it. I wonder what else is possible to have it considered. Yep. 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 It's not that we're drunk and we're not on drugs. We're on. All of life comes to me with joy and glory. Give it thirty. Give it thirty or ninety days before you shoot it down. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Try it out for a while. So, uh, wow. I'm. I'm thinking I'd like to leave the show at that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we already hit our 30-minute mark. Yeah. Cool. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as we have. And, and uh, we hope you take us up on this and play with it and see what you notice. Um, it's, I know it's something that both of us have used for many, many years now, and it actually continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. And I know for me, the more that I have continued to use it and repeat it, um, it gets more powerful and it gets more dynamic and and continues to create all sorts of ease and joy and glory. <laughs> glory is real, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So if this has been a torturous experience, you're probably not still on, but if you are for some <laughs> ungodly reason, then please torture your friends with us, the ones that you think you know, that you think this might be funny to torture them with. Tell them there's something amazing part of the way through the end and give it to them in a way they can't fast forward it. And then <laughs> For those of you who actually enjoyed the show, um, please make sure to come back next week, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific. The Good Girl's Guide to BeingWrong.com is where we've got more information. And please uh, send us your feedback. We read every email and every message that we get from you. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll look forward to playing with you next week. Bye for now. See you soon.